Hello, welcome to the Taffy Marino podcast. I'm your host, Taffy, and I'm so glad that you joined me. Together, we are going to empower and encourage one another to do the good things God planned for us long ago. Let's get started. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, This is our second week on the series, um, Developing a Strong Mind, and we are talking about renewing those areas and how to gird them up. You know, last week we spoke about how to identify weak thinking and why is it important to identify weak areas of our thinking. And this week we're going to talk about how to take those areas and gird them up or strengthen them. So let's look at one of our key scriptures that we went over last week. It said, it's first Peter 1.13. It says, therefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Gird up the loins comes from the Greek word anazonome. Someone described it like this. Um... This word is used to depict a runner who was running a race. To run freely and without hindrance, he would reach down to gather the long dangly ends of his garments and then tuck them up under his belt. With the loose ends out of the way, he could then run freely and without distraction. So in the scripture, Peter's instructing us to take loose areas of our thinking and gird them up. Don't allow them to trip us up and hinder us or cause us to stumble. You know, over there in Proverbs, it says that she girds herself with strength. And then Ephesians, it tells you to gird up the loins of your mind with truth. So it's very important. Loins, you know, can be weak areas. They can be tender spots. So it's very important that we gird them with strength and with truth. The reason that this is so important is because our mind and our spirit are not the same. They are connected and they do affect one another. If I have an unhealthy soul and our soul is our mind, our will, and our emotions, it will weaken and affect my spirit. An unhealthy soul will have conflict with the truth of God's word. It will cause me to trip and slow me down. And the race that's in front of me will be difficult to run. Last week I said this, but I think it's important to go ahead and recap it. The word instructs us to renew our minds, that we are to prosper in our minds. We are to have the mind of Christ. It tells us to gird up the loins of our mind, to be careful how you hear things, to have a sound, stable mind, and to have a restful, peaceful mind. I love this scripture in Hebrews. It says, as for us, we have all of these great witnesses who encircle us like clouds. So we must let go of every wound that has pierced us and the sin we so easily fall into. Sometimes we just have to let it go. We're going to have to let go, like Paul said, forget the things that are behind us. The Holy Spirit will heal you. He, he, Jesus said that he came to heal the brokenhearted and to set at liberty those that are bound. He doesn't want to leave you bound and he doesn't want to leave you brokenhearted. 
But part of what we have to do is let it go and let him do the work. Then we will be able to run life's marathon race with passion and determination, for the path has been already marked out before us. We look away from the natural realm and we focus our attention and our expectation onto Jesus. That's so important. We have to keep our focus on Jesus. Don't focus on the natural. It's crazy out there. It is crazy. There are so many things happening. But our focus, we can run a good race, and our focus just has to be on Jesus. I want to read um, a couple, you know, I went over the, our key scriptures. And the reason that this is so important is because we have to, um, the way we renew our mind is with the word of God, right? We know that. Um, scripture says that. It talks about it in Romans 12, 2. And I'll read that in just a second. It talks about it in Romans 12, 2. It says, don't be conformed to this world, uh, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind so you can prove what God's perfect will is for your life. And then it says that Jesus died for us to make us holy and pure and to cleanse us through the water of God's word. So that is very much his will for us is that through the word of God, our minds would be transformed. And we do that by taking in his word, by reading, by prayer, by study, and God's word will show us. It's a mirror and it'll begin to transform the way that we see things. It'll challenge our thoughts. You know, the Bible also says that we are to take every thought captive and we are to bring it into the obedience of Christ. That's something that we have to do. We have to challenge every thought. We can't believe everything we think, and we can't take every thought as our own. Just because you think something, one, doesn't make it true. Two, it doesn't make it your own. And three, you can you can take it captive. You can reject it and make it obey the word of God. It says, make it obey the, uh, to bring it into the obedience of the knowledge of Christ. What does that mean? Now that I know Jesus, everything's changed. You know, you can't be full of joy while thinking sad thoughts. <laughs> it studies prove that gratitude, that having just thinking and speaking and waking up, don't wake up with um, this thought that I'm I'm already behind. I'm already behind in everything. I'm I'm late. I don't have enough time to do what I need to do. I don't have no wake up with gratitude. Wake up and challenge your thoughts when all these thoughts try to come in about your day, challenge them. Begin to be thankful. Um, you cannot be full of joy while thinking sad thoughts, but anchor it on God's word. Get some scriptures out. Um, get some testimonies out. Write down things that God has done for you. Keep it on a piece of paper by your bed. And if that's what you have to do every morning to start it off right, do it. Grab that piece of paper with your scriptures and all your testimonies, all the good things that God's done in your life. Begin to go over them. Fill your mouth with good things and your mind's going to hear it. And it will. Studies prove this. Scientists prove that it affects your brain when you have gratitude. It actually causes you to be creative, to, um, to be able to move forward, to do hard things when you have an attitude of gratitude. 
I didn't mean to rhyme, but that was, yeah. Anyways, um, you cannot experience the love of God while thinking thoughts of rejection. So if that's an area of your mind that needs to be renewed, you need to get some scriptures on the love of God. If you have woundings in your soul of rejection, one, you need to say, I am not rejected. God has never rejected me. I have always been chosen in love, loved by God. And you need to get some scriptures out and put them on a piece of paper, put your testimonies of how God has proven his love to you and go over those every morning. You cannot experience peace while thinking anxious thoughts. Oh, it says, I will keep him in perfect peace whose heart and mind is what stayed on me, stayed on me. He said, don't consider the natural world, but keep your focus on Jesus. I will keep him in perfect peace whose heart and mind is stayed on me. You know, all kinds of thoughts are going to come your way, but it doesn't mean you have to receive them or believe them or let them them come in and, and set up a home in your heart. Tell them to get out of here. Say, no, no, I don't believe that. That's not what God's word says, and I'm not, I'm not accepting that. You cannot be bold while thinking shameful thoughts. What, you know what? He has forgotten your past. You need to forget it too. Like I've said before, get past your past. God has passed it. I don't care if other people are still trying to bring it up. It says that Satan is the accuser of the brethren. That's not God. So if anybody's trying to bring up anything in your past, or if it's just coming up in your own heart, know that that's not God, and you don't need to listen to it. That's not how God operates. He said that I forget those things. I toss all your sins as far as the east is to the west, and I remember them no more. Satan is the accuser. He's the one that brings up the past. I don't think we should listen to him. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. It says, guard your heart above all else, for out of it flows everything. You know, renewal is an adjustment to the truth. It doesn't just change. It doesn't change what the truth is, but it does transform your mind to the truth. Like I said, you have always been loved. You have always been chosen. Maybe you don't think that. Maybe you don't feel that. Maybe you don't believe that but your mind can be renewed to that. It can change. The word of God can change your heart and mind. And what will happen? You'll develop a strong mind and a strong spirit. I believe, um, I know it's in Proverbs. I, I want to say what chapter, but I'm not sure. But it says that, you know, the strong, maybe Proverbs 4, the strong spirit of a man will sustain him in, in his infirmity. But a wounded spirit who can bear. You know, how do our spirits get wounded? Uh, Hebrews tells us that our soul and our spirit's connected. And the word of God is the only thing that can divide the two. And it says that it goes in and it sees the intents and the thoughts of the heart. And so God's word will go in and it will reveal those things to us. And it will show us the truth. We renew by the power of God's word. Oh my goodness. God's word has power to change us and it has power to transform us. There's an old um, tale and, and some people um, say that it is, um, it comes from, um, it's a native tale, 
where the a grandfather was talking to his grandson and there were two wolves fighting. And he, he said, these two wolves are what happens on the inside of us, like our old man and our new man. So the Bible tells us to put off the old man and to put on the old on the new man. But anyways, this grandpa, this grandfather's talking to this grandson about this struggle, this internal struggle going on. And the grandson asked, well, who wins? Which wolf will win? And the grandfather said, the one that you feed the most, whichever one that is strengthened, whichever one is given the most attention and the most nourishment. That's what feeding is. You're giving it your attention. You're feeding it. You're... um not just looking its way when it walks in the room, right? You're walking over there to it and engaging with it, right? When that thought comes in, when that feeling comes in, you don't just look at its way and say, oh, yeah, I, that's, that's not for me, and go and focus. You turn back to Jesus and begin to focus on him. But you look at that thing, that thought, that feeling, whatever, that walked in, and you give it your attention. You begin to engage with it. You feed it. You spend the rest of the night over there talking to it instead of to Jesus. Well, that's what we're doing. We need to go to God's word. When we sense something and the word, the Lord will let us know when something's not quite right. We need to go to the word of God, go to him in prayer, and then ask him, show me, reveal. I know you're good. I know that it's safe. You're going to help me walk through this. I'm not alone. You come to heal my broken heart. You came to restore me. Psalm 23, it says he restores my soul. You were sent to to completely save me. Thank you, Jesus, that I don't have to live this old life anymore, that I can be the new person that you created me to be. I hope that this has helped. So I encourage you, do, you know, get your scriptures out. Whatever area that the Lord has revealed to you that needs to be renewed, get your scriptures out, get out testimonies, keep your heart and mind on him and let your mind be renewed to the truth. Thank you so much for joining me. Join me next week because we're going to talk about how to continue, how to maintain and grow stronger in those areas. So this is something that is going to be an ongoing process. Just because you did it once and you were like, yes, I have peace. Well, you have to stay there. You can't You can't um, walk away. You have to maintain and continue to grow in those areas. So that's what we're going to talk about next week is how to maintain and grow stronger in the areas that your mind has been renewed to. So thank you, thanks again for joining me. Um, I pray that your week is blessed. And I will, we will see each other or talk.